Uh, hello and welcome to the latest episode of Engagement Zone. Um, in the news this week, the the Avengers film Endgame took over a billion, that's right, a billion dollars at the global box office in just one weekend. Um, don't want to sound like I'm getting on in the, in my years, but I remember when a, a big opening was about 25 to $50 million, and that used to blow people away. But one billion, that, that's, that's a hell of a lot of cash. Um, U.S. employment figures, unemployment figures have just dropped again. Uh, that's just come out in the past few hours. Um, and my football team is miraculously only 90 minutes from a European final, um, but I'm sure they'll uh, succeed in disappointing me next week in that one too. So to our guest, uh, this week we go north from Washington, D.C. to the Big Apple in New York City, uh, also the home of our North American Conference in 2019, which will be June the 20th in Tribeca. Uh, apparently, according to the owner of our, of our conference venue, it's actually next door to Jay-Z and Beyonce's place. So um, we'll see if we can get any snaps of them when, whilst we're there and put them on social. Um, but anyway, to our guest from New York City and, as, and also one of our speakers at our conference too, um, her name is Jodie Audioni, president of Brandemics and founder of Achieve. Um, Jody engages with professionals from marketing to HR to implement best practice brand aligned campaigns that attract, educate, inspire, and, and engage audiences to produce business results. Um, Jody, like our past guests, is also a successful published author too, and in my opinion, is the embodiment of the entrepreneurial spirit, in my humble opinion, anyway. Um, so, welcome, Jody. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Matt. Great to be here. Great, great stuff. So what's new with you this week? Well, it's been a week of travel and it looks like it's going to be a month of travel, both personal and professional. And for me, I actually love to travel. So just put me on a plane, have people bring <laughs> me food and alcohol, and I'm super happy. So it's all good. And is that across uh, the U.S. or beyond? Uh, this month will be U.S. focused and then next month beyond. Awesome. And any, any cities of note? Well, in, in, I'll be in Portugal. I'll be in Corsica. That's the beyond part. Oh, wow. And then the local to the U.S. part will be, oh, dear, let's go with, I came back from Arkansas, which is actually one of the few states I'd never been to before. So I was in the Ozarks. I was wow. in Atlanta. I'm going to be in L.A., Austin, Fort Lauderdale, Chicago. I can't wait for Tribeca. I'm really looking forward to that because that'll be, of course, in my backyard. Well, Chicago was last year, and Austin is, I think, is definitely going to be on the list for the conference in the future. But, but Corsica, you're you're doing better than myself, who's probably an hour's flight from Corsica, home home place of Napoleon Bonaparte. Absolutely, and I share a birthday with Napoleon, by the way. Oh, really? That's wow. why I yes. Wow. I, I've, I've, I'm, I'm the same as Princess Diana, so that, you know. There we go. <laughs> Off topic, anyway. Um, I know we digress. Yeah, we do, we do digress. So, um, to to you and your your expertise, um, I, we've had a number of guests so far, and each one has their own uh, area and, and passion. And I, I think I'm right in saying that yours is around the, the talent or employer brand. And I suppose my first question is, why is focusing on, on this, uh, the brand element, so vital to an organization's success? 
So great question. And in my opinion, rather than talking about it as a talent brand, though, obviously that is something that I do promote because what we're doing as organizations is trying to brand our culture, give people a glimpse into the culture in all of its transparency, in all of its glory, so that people can make their own decisions about whether this is a culture that they can embrace, come into, perform, and be truly engaged in. And that's why it's so important, because as you mentioned before, unemployment is low. We're at a complete, complete war for talent, even though that's such an overused phrase, it really is here. And companies need to, first of all, make sure that they are in those three seconds that they have to capture attention, make sure that they are presenting themselves in a unified way, in a differentiated way, in a realistic way that will give people an idea of whether this could be a good fit for them. So so the, the work begins at acquisition. Yep. Acquisition, attraction through engagement. Um, so, f- from from that perspective as well, I suppose you, you always have the kind of uh, from the from the customer piece. You have the the new customer and existing customer. Is, is there is there work to be done with, with the, the employer brand once a, once an employee's been there for a number of years? Or is is there a, a refresh that needs to be done, or is it something that? You know, the va- the values are always there and, and aligned to what people are doing, so you don't actually need to, to refresh at any point. When we talk about the journey, every organization has a different trajectory. And yeah. I was just working with a company last week, and we were looking at that talent map. And what we found was so interesting because they realized that if they had somebody stay within that 12 to 14-month critical time frame, they were then likely, five times more likely to stay for the next four years and beyond. Oh, wow. So in that particular case, what we did was we kind of looked at that as an impact point to say, what can we do to re-engage people in those same tenets and think about why it is that they are then vulnerable at that particular time? So while I wouldn't say that in that case it would be a refresh, it could just be a reminder. And in fact, one of the best ways to remind people is through developing an employee referral program, because in selling other people about the things that you find joyful in your work and so joyful that you would recommend your organization as a place that they should join as well, you are subliminally reminding yourself of all of those reasons that you have joined the organization. Um, a few, a few things. A few things have sprung up there, actually. Um, that that almost seems like a natural churn point for most 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 organisations. That that kind of time frame um, where you might lose somebody. Um, so that's really intriguing and exciting potentially to think that if you could capture that that person before they leave, and you could get the payoff of another four years. Do, do you think that's a one off, or do you think that's something worth looking into? Because <laughs> that could really change change the change the world of work, really. Oh, absolutely. And you know, if you look at the hidden costs of re-recruiting somebody and what you're spending, and I know that this is something that talent acquisition in a retail environment where you have, or a call center environment where you have that kind of churn, when you're talking about a metric such as cost per hire on the talent attraction side, 
what you really need to look at is that cost of re-recruiting, which is millions and millions and millions of dollars. So upwards of the, you know, what do they say? Up to three times the, the cost of that person's salary if they leave within the first 12 months. Yeah, I, I know. I know, for example, uh, down in our in South Africa, um, there, there have been some examples coming out that, you know, uh, graduates training uh, for, for banks, accounting firms, you know, a lot of money invested in them and after nine to 12 months that they're, they're churning back out again. So that's a big issue that they need to need to address. Um, uh, another another um, thought that occurred to me whilst you were answering the first question was um, maybe regular brand campaigns internally to, to remind the people of what the company stands for and, and what, what it's achieving. Um, one of our winners in the UK was, is a big credit card company. Uh, I won't say the exact name. And they, they had huge uh, sponsorship with certain sporting events and they ran brand campaigns around that to, to promote you know what they're doing for, to, to benefit the world. Uh, and, and they use that in ways to engage their teams and people in different locations all over the world. And, and it had a huge payoff actually just running those kind of campaigns to remind people about the values of the company. Absolutely. That's really important, particularly in in the millennial world. People want to feel like not only are they personally making a difference, but that they are working for an organization who is making a difference in the world. And one of the things that I talk about in the book, The Talent Brand, is creating and starting with a brand architecture. So what are your pillars of differentiation? And it sounds like in the case of the company you were just mentioning, one of their differentiators is their social benevolence. And that's very, very important and inspiring and really a cascade of pride because you're you're not only engaging the employee, but the family, the friends, the whole social network. People want to feel proud of the company and organization they're working for. And, and it's it's something that if, if done well, that uh, there's a, a, a similar uh, sponsorship that they have. Um, and they've gone back to the to their audience, their people and said, look, we're going to be doing something similar. What, what could we do? How can we do this better? What shouldn't we do this time around? And uh, for, for a reduced uh, it, uh, time and expense, I suppose, they're going to get a, another round of, of this payoff um, next summer. So um, absolutely, that's great. It's wonderful, and it really is best practice. Well, and I think one of the issues I think for most people in their daily lives now is time. So if if there's ways that you can implement programs and campaigns that that, that can be repeated and are successful, and, and it saves you a lot of time in the process, and I think they're always going to be um, uh, high on the agenda. Definitely. Um, so. Brand. Uh, my my background. If people haven't heard other podcasts, I, I've definitely come from the customer side of thinking, um, and it was it was really like the realization that the number one driver, both positively or negatively, on the customer is actually the employee uh, experience that they 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 the experience they feel from that company's employees that impacts them. So that's how I how I worked my way into employee engagement uh, and the experience side. So a long-winded way of asking you, Jody, um, should the talent employer brand uh, differ or should it be the same as, as the customer-facing brand? The essence needs to be intrinsically connected. Right. And here's why. What we're really talking, and you mentioned it just moments ago, is we're really talking about the purpose 
of an organization and why it exists and who's delivering on that purpose, but the employees. And that's what they have to believe in. Yeah. So I know you mentioned uh, in the introduction about your football, about your football team, which we call soccer, but uh, <laughs> in our real football, we have the Super Bowl. Yeah. And in a Super Bowl commercial, Google spent a considerable amount of money talking about their interface and ability to help vets find jobs through their jobs portal right. and search. And the following day, one of the engineers working at Google just talked about the sense of pride that he felt. So that's how it's intrinsically connected we live in a blended audience universe. And by the same token that you may have been treated unfairly or super benevolently by a company whose products you embrace or you've gotten great service from, you feel very aligned with that as an organization and it influences your desire to work for them or recommend them. So it is all connected. And if you're selling a, a fantastic consumer experience or product, people are behind that. People are making it. People are delivering that experience. So it is very important that it's connected. By the same token, one other thing is that if you have a very bad experience with your employer, you're going to influence that business impact. And I think that we all saw the results of that with companies like Uber, yep. where one person reveals something about the inner culture that makes them very undesirable. I'm just imagining the, uh, the performance of the Google engineer uh, <laughs> in the following days and weeks post, post that advert then, uh, yeah. that sense of pride. And it's linked to the talent brand, so it is all connected. And I'm a huge advocate for uh, brand values um, and experience being holistic all the way through from internal to external. It should carry the same messaging um, because, it, from my point of view, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever to, to have different uh, messages and to totally different brands, different measurements. All you know, it should it should run from end to end. So. Um, but you're the expert on this this stuff, so uh, which is why we have you on. Um, so just on on that point, um, top advice, uh, one or two bits of key advice for somebody who is going. We 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 need to do a better job of communicating our, our values to to the talent market out there. Like you say, there's a war for attracting the best between competition. So advice on where do I begin to improve or create. Um, a, a talent employer brand, and then how to how about go, how to go roll to go roll it out as well. Yeah, definitely. So, not to plug my book, but my book is actually the process right. that is used and gives you really helpful templates, questions, and a process for anybody that wants to do this on their own. And, and the book, however, and the book's the talent brand. Is that right? The talent brand. Yep. However, it's so difficult to do it on your own because you're already coming in with preconceived notions. In terms of the best advice I could give, the first advice is this. When you think about what it is that you're doing, think about no surprises. What you're trying to do is give people a glimpse into your culture, 
into what makes it tick, into what makes it differentiated. And culture drives brand engagement. And what we have been talking about is an opportunity to differentiate your culture and in, F, and in effect, the products that yield greater returns to the organization. So to that end, the second piece of advice that I can give you after presenting whatever that true culture is, good, bad, or indifferent, people are going to find out the first few days they arrive of what the real deal is. The second thing you have to do before embarking upon this talent brand journey is to make sure that you have leadership sponsorship, executive sponsorship. Without that, you're just never going to get anywhere. It's just going to be seen as an HR initiative and it's going to die in the water. So that, that was one of my questions, actually. Um, I think in, in the world that we live in and it's evolving, especially in the engagement space, there is, I think there is no right or wrong place where anything should be born or developed. Um, so who should, who should own this? in your opinion, like, um, is it HR, is it marketing, is it comms? Should it be worked across, across, um, all, um, departments, you know, what's your view? Well, at Brandemics, not only is it a view, but it is our philosophy and it is the founding reason that I started the agency because I believe you have to break down the internal silos within the organization. And as we talk about this connection to marketing, to advertising, those budgets far exceed those of engagement budgets, internal communications, corporate communications, yeah. recruitment, marketing budgets. So the more that we can all contribute and play within that sandbox, the more successful you will be. And and again, like you say, you can communicate the payoff for the external uh, and and the and the business performance by by having a, a strong employer talent brand too, um, and then get get more of those budgets because the payoff is there. It helps everybody. Everybody knows that, and I hate to keep going back to retail, but when you work for a retail organization and you are getting those employee discounts, you become the largest single customer as an employee population to that organization. And the more that you can engage people into what you're doing, the more money they will spend within the organization and the more they're going to recommend to their friends spending the money too. So there's such a strong ROI attached to breaking down those silos. It's incredible. And it just green, 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 money, money, I'm money. I'm going to uh, reinforce that point with, with, with this um, year one in North America for our awards, the company of the year was Ford Motor Company. And one of the things they did brilliantly was um, uh, involve, involve their employees, uh, make them feel they belonged and, 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 and attach them to the, to the culture and the, and the purpose of the business. Um, their number one selling vehicle was uh, the one that was on the friends and family scheme. So um, the biggest purchases were the Ford employees and referring to friends and family. Incredible. So, and we didn't even plan that in I advance, know. Matt. That's amazing. That, that, that's a fact <laughs> that was in the deep recesses of my mind for the past two years. I haven't mentioned it in a while, but there you go. So um, so absolutely perfect. I, I think 
that's a really good place to probably say thank you actually um uh, jody is has a, has a wealth of experience and expertise so i would definitely uh, suggest uh, looking her up on on linked on linkedin um obviously uh, also runs achieve which is a i, I would suggest you go uh, look, look search that out too achieve is one of our partners at the conference uh, jody will be there and um uh, i just want to say thank you so much for your time my pleasure matt have a great day and a wonderful weekend you too and uh yeah i'm very i'm looking forward to hearing about uh, corsica yeah see you soon i'll tell you all about it thanks very much and thanks for everybody for listening to this latest edition of uh, the engagement zone and um check out our website e-awards.com for any, all information to visit our podcasts to buy tickets to our conference or to enter our awards and all four regions of the world that we uh, currently operate in thanks very much bye-bye <laughs>